1: Everyone, to this another edition of Off: Sudden Death, a Hero Clicks podcast where we talk news, tournament reports, and more vital information to improve your Hero Clicks game. I'm your host, Alex Kuz, and joining me today is the living tribunal of Hero Clicks, the specter to Clicks cheaters. It's the one and only Aaron Morgan. How are you doing today?
0: Doing pretty good. How about you, man?
1: Eh, not too bad. Not too bad uh for those who are worried sam is a little bit under the weather with her voice she will most likely be back next episode uh but she said no go ahead and record and so aaron was kind enough to join us today so uh thank you aaron
0: i appreciate it the intro was awesome actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i i I had i had the living tribunal part down but i was like okay i gotta get dc in there because i know you're more of a dc guy than marvel so i was like all right who who, Spectre, is probably one of the better ones. I know he's not the equivalent, but...
0: Actually, you're not too far off. Uh, yeah, because there's... Living Tribunal is about the same for Marvel.
1: Okay, well, all right then, there you go. <laughs> um, Don't forget that Click Stuff is sponsored by The Rock and Lucky Dice Games. Also, Click Stuff is sponsored by Troll and Toad shop trollandtoad.com for all of your hero Clicks needs trollandtoad.com has one of the largest inventories of hero Clicks figures and sealed items on the web be sure to check them out when x-men animated series drops here in a couple weeks they might be doing pre-orders i heard something about that but definitely check them out um let's go ahead and just kick things off real quick and let's get the show rolling with click number one
0: click one news and upcoming events
1: all right, Worlds is over, and Isaac Arnold Berkovitz is your 2019 Heroclix World Championship uh, Champion. Big congrats to Isaac. If you want to see what Isaac played, uh, WizKids, I think, posted a big article about him and his team on their Facebook page. Definitely check it out. Um, they had a great write-up of some history about you know a store where he plays at. Uh, whoever wrote the article did a really, really good job. Um, additionally, big congrats to Adam Freeman, Maddie G, and George Masu for winning Team Worlds. Uh, X-Men, I know from my experience, was a great set to play with for Sealed. Like I had a blast. There were some figures that were a little OP, but overall the set I felt like it was a lot of fun. And to win this type of tournament, you really had to go through some really tough teams and know how to play your figures really well. I am one of those advocates. Aaron, how do you feel about Sealed in general? Like, do you like it, not like it, as a competitive mode? Um,
0: I've actually always liked Sealed. Um, not just for the, like, balance for players, because, like, if a new guy walks in, pulls well, and, like, knows enough, he can actually have a good time, and that's always good for the game, because it's going to drive people back in the store. Um, exactly. For, for a competitive standpoint, I, uh, Use it as a throwback to the days before cards, where you could see the dial. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're studying your set, it's like the best way to prep for any big tournament. You've got to learn the dials. So you don't have to worry about your cards. Like it, it elevates you. So, I will always be an advocate for sealed because of that.
1: Yeah, I know people don't generally a lot of top players don't generally like sealed because of the luck factor you have the oh you pulled one of the best figures so you're obviously gonna win i think there's a lot more to sealed than people like to admit like there's a reason good players consistently make top eight at team worlds
0: right um you're also looking at uh sorry the luck is there. Just because they pull, like, a Kobic. if they've never played her or don't know what she is, it's not going to go well. Like, they have to learn as they're playing, and if they're not up to date on what she does, then what does it matter if she pulled her? Exactly. So... Yeah,
1: I, I love Sealed. I'm excited about the Rock Cup in the sense that it's a, a Sealed championship. So, I, I think, I think it, there's an element that you should... To be the best, you should be able to handle Constructed and Sealed well. Constructed, obviously, I guess, weighs uh, weighs a lot more because you actually put time in. But Sealed, you have to be able to think on the whim, you know, be able to say, oh, I only ended up with two rares and out of my two boosters, but man, I was able to grind it out. So, I, I, I don't know. I really like Sealed. I, I think it's... It's good, and it's good, like you said, to bring new people in or people who aren't very into the meta. You know, they don't want to mess with the people who spent a 1,000 hours on their team. They just want to go and have fun.
0: Um, right. Um, and and, and for ahead. those
1: who don't know, sorry, for those who don't know, Aaron, uh, I know Aaron from, he's, he's played locally in Chattanooga for a while, so we actually have a local group That went and participated in team worlds um and they're not very uh they don't really like you know the meta like intensely but they liked sealed enough that they actually went and participated in team worlds which i think is awesome it's very inviting for people to say hey let's just all go together and we have a chance to play in a world championship without having to like devote the time because not everyone can devote the time you know
0: Right, yeah, like uh one of those players, um Ed, he doesn't have a lot of like free time to study the meta and keep up with it, but he's a good player when he actually gets like down to it, absolutely, so um, that was like perfect for him. It was like new set, team sealed, I can go play with some friends that I know, and it was a good thing, like that's that's a big thing about team sealed that I like was Definitely. you you can bring in new players and like let them like face some of the big dogs in the tournament. And usually when you walk away from a match whether you win or lose with a like a big name like George or anybody like that, there's always something learned. Always. Right.
1: Well team clicks off. We didn't do we didn't make the cut. Uh we had some we pulled some decent figures. We had Nimrod, we had Dark Phoenix and Onslaught. Um I did. I feel like I did the best I've ever done in Teen Sealed. I think I went four and one. Um, I won one I shouldn't have won, and then I lost one I shouldn't have lost. So I kinda, <laughs> it kind of, it kind of bounced, balanced out, if you will. But um, maybe next year. Either way, at the X Men set, I I've greatly enjoyed playing it because every time you open a booster, I, I I hope WizKids down the line continues this colossal booster thing and do it the way that. Every so often, not every set, but um, do it like they are doing X Men, because every time I open a booster, I'm excited to see what it is.
0: Like I'm so ready for a DC set like this. I'm. It's not even a joke. I want it now.
1: <laughs> I oh, I can't even imagine. Like that's there's so many possibilities that they could go down. Like so many chances, but. Yeah. Who knows, maybe DC will get their act together and be a little bit more forthcoming with their particular licenses and maybe we'll get more than one DC set a year and we'll have more down the road. Right. Um, As far as other news goes, um, speaking of X-Men, I'm sure everyone in the U.S. was disappointed last week when they actually couldn't go buy their X-Men cases. Now, I'm sure some people got it when they weren't supposed to but technically release was pushed to september 25th um, part of that I, I heard is just logistic issues like i've heard th- conflicting things like one person said you know H- hurricane dorian came through and so the east coast was having trouble getting shipments out um, i know locally we didn't get our pre-release stuff in time for pre-release because of alliance shipping issues Um, either way, it was pushed to September twenty-fifth, so you still have a week was it the twenty yeah, a week and two days. So uh well we're recording on the sixteenth, so just wait until the twenty-fifth. You'll technically be able to get all your cases then and you'll be able to have a blast. It's it's a pain being able to just have it right in front of you and then they pull it away. So what that means though is that for the next few weeks and months. They're going to be, it's going to be really exciting because we, because the date was pushed, we don't have a gap. Like, you know, it was supposed to come out in September, early September. Then October was WWE and Star Trek. Well, now everything's kind of crammed together. So we have X-Men, WWE, and the second Star Trek feed, like, in a two-month span. And that means the meta is going to be insane. I think. I think.
0: We, yeah. Yeah, X Men's already <laughs> X Men's already changing a lot of the meta. Um it changed my like builds up a little and now we're trying to figure out where everything's going, so that's fun. I
1: mean I think it's gonna have the same impact or a bigger impact than Black Panther
0: did. Oh for sure. Um somebody's gonna figure out X Men. I know it's got its weaknesses and whatnot with Vulture and the you know staro and all the mind control things that just dropped but somebody's going to figure it out and when they do it's going to be that a uh, scary thing again
1: um, yeah, once once someone figures out the perfect build for blackbird again
0: right and we're we're close to it i think we're really close
1: i think well blackbird goes away we lose a lot of ids during next rotation cuz the x men set should most likely retire which is unfortunate because blackbird blackbird just points out you loses to uni because uni could just come and poop you and be able to one-shot it
0: yeah we need to there's gonna be something that will keep it alive i actually with The bird, there could be some sneaky things to do with, like, the Hillfire Club. Like, and then the bird seems obnoxious.
1: Yeah, having to be within seven
0: or six. Be within six, yeah. So, like, if Gardeners aren't on that six square, they're not punching him. So that's fun.
1: Yeah, and I mean, with all these X Men colossals now, the Blackbird isn't colossal. So. You just get some of those cheap colossals and stick it in front of it. They're, they're not going to be able to shoot through and just hit it. So you could put some Phoenixes or whatever Proteus. I don't. There's no keyword there, but you know, there, there's a lot of potential now.
0: Oh, oh yeah, for sure.
1: Um, some other news. Uh, popper events are underway. I think season two started at Gen Con technically. Um, I think, or they might start at the Rock. I can't remember. Um, either way. Uh, rules were finalized uh, on the fifteenth for Popper, and it's changed from how it was with season one. For season two, there's a Highlander rule in place now, so that means you don't have the the giant girls, you don't have the uh,
0: the Medusa aim madness.
1: Yeah, too many Medusas. I mean, the aim you could still play a lot of aim because they're generics, but um, yeah, it, the Highlander I think was necessary. Uh, additionally, they now allow starter and fast forces, which I thought was necessary, because I, I always thought common and uncommons only, that was just too small for me. Like, right after rotation hit, it was such a small field, because we didn't have <laughs> a lot of new new figures to, to add to those commons and uncommons, so I always <laughs> thought starter and fast forces should have been in to begin with.
0: Okay, uh, so I really like this format for the end of the year, like right after Worlds. Um, it lets you build up the pool for the figures that are in it. Adding fast forces, I agree with. We have some good stuff that needs to get played. Highlander makes it better, but what do we have between Worlds and Nationals outside of, you know, like the Rock Cup? Um, right. Once that once that's over, that's it. And know we have kind of a lull. So Popper kind of fits right there for me. Let you get some fun meta games in in a new format to keep you fresh. Um, So that's the way I look at Popper. I know people like playing it around, but that's that window for me of like, I can focus on this format going forward and not have to worry about 300 modern for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's going to change a lot also next year, because remember this isn't when the rock cup was supposed to happen. People complained and they got moved to October, but it's supposed to be in July. So there's going to be next year an even bigger gap from worlds to nationals. So I completely agree with you.
0: Right. Um.
1: um some other updates with Popper. Uh, they are allowing all the WWE figures. We still don't know all of them yet, but they are being allowed because they're, they don't technically have a rarity because they're not sealed. They're, you could see which ones you're getting, um, which popper means it should be readily accessible. So if you could see what figure you're getting, that means it's readily accessible. Additionally, space nights and danger room constructs take a prime slot, but they are not considered primes, right, Aaron? Correct. So they are legal because they aren't technically primes. They don't have the green ring. Um, but uh, Chris Cotrell, I, I, I don't know how to say. It. I'm bad with names. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, he has come out and said they're they're basically going to keep an eye on it. If Space Knights and Danger Room constructs specifically get out of control, they're gonna they have a banned list that they're gonna build in the event certain figures get out of control. Like Medusa was one of those that got out of control. Um, They didn't really put her on the ban list because they ended up doing a Highlander, I think, and that's kind of that put the kibosh on that. So don't freak out. Um, I know a lot of people are freaking about about WWE um, because you know they can't be shot from range if they're on their first click. Uh, They can't be outwitted, I think, if they're on their first click or their orange clicks. There's a lot of things we don't know about WWE yet because we haven't put them on the field. So.
0: yeah the WWE's gonna be fun i'm working on some stuff for it and i don't think it's gonna be game breaking as far as like poppers concerned yeah like in the grander meta yeah now we're gonna cause some problems for sure <laughs> popper is gonna be fine
1: well and i think it's just people were so excited about x-men and popper because you have nimrod phoenix uh the is. you've got there was a couple others that I'm like oh wow this is an uncommon oh uh, the Exodus like there's quite a few that are just going to be insane and popper and luckily now we have WWE to kind of counter that a bit because Phoenix has such a wide reach like a 10 range I think and 5 running shots so she's got a really wide reach right and so now it's like okay well if you play some WWE she can't just run and shot shoot them On the flip side they can't really shoot you back because they're all wrestlers they could throw something at you like an object but they're gonna have to get in your face so there's gonna it's gonna be fine
0: yeah it's it's a balance like you've got all the retail and stuff that can be played now or the bigger figures and then you've got guys that go you gotta fight me come here so yeah i think it's it's a give and take that's all it is
1: so yeah, Chris and them, Chris and the crew, I think are going to do a good job uh, keeping an eye on it. It's not like Majestic format that was Golden Age and just has way too many components to keep in mind. It's limited to Modern, to Common and Uncommons, Fast Forces and Starters. So I think Popper is going to be fine. Agreed. All right, enough about uh, news. Let's talk about some upcoming events. Uh, we have some regionals coming up. September 21st, my birthday, uh, is a regional at Comic Dimension in Gainesboro, North Carolina. We've got another regional the following week, September 28th, at Space Cadets in Oak Ridge, Texas. And then we have a regional, and it's not on the Rock page yet, but it is happening. Uh, on October 12th, there's one at Big Bang in Owensboro, Kentucky, another regional. Also be mindful that we are running apps on Fridays on Rock Online. Check the Rock Online page on the Rock website for more information. Aaron, let's go ahead and head into click 2, Tournament Reports and Analysis. Click 2,
0: Tournament Reports and Analysis.
1: All right, so for click number 2, Aaron, I figured we would talk about some of the interesting teams we saw at Worlds. I was at Worlds as a player. You were there judging, um so let's talk about our world's experience. How was it being a WizKids Kids judge, and how was Graceland for you? What cool things did you see there? Tell tell a little bit about your world's experience.
0: Um, so this was actually my first world altogether as a judge. Um, so that's a big responsibility. Very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Graceland was great. The hotel as well too. Um, I don't think I personally had any issue with the hotel. I know we had a hiccup the first night, but it got taken care of, thankfully. Um, as far as like the experience goes with like where we were set up and how everything was laid out, I was really happy we had the space we did. Yeah, And it shows that we can have more, because we packed it out. Uh, I know that we packed it out so much that we caught Graceland's attention. They're like, oh, it'll just be like a room full of nerds. And they're like, oh, there's a lot of them. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, I know they were, I know at one point, uh, I think it was Scott who said that one morning they were going to open the coffee area at the Graceland Convention Center early. And they just didn't have the staff to do that because they weren't expecting it to be such a big turnout. Yeah. I know that from experience because I was upset that there was no coffee in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, continue.
0: I like the experience, too. That was my first time I met this ever. So, like, mm-hmm. I got to enjoy the the, graceless, the actual like Graceland, see the house, and didn't have a bad time actually that was enjoyable so i got to do both i got to worlds i got to see graceland i got to experience it with friends so that, that's a lot for me to like, take in
1: yeah i was i unfortunately was not able to i just didn't have time to go check out the graceland experience um but i overall had a great time i thought I it couldn't be better i almost liked it more than nationals and i don't know if that's just purely because there wasn't as big as a of a crowd you know origins just gets so there's so many people
0: with origins you get a lot of gaming in general it's just not clicks. so if you go to that show you need to like be able to sneak off and do that um, with the whiz show it was all us all about our games um and that changes the feel of it in a good way, because mm-hmm. now all of the people you know through the community are there, friends are coming in that you've not seen in a while. It's a different feel, which I liked a lot about Graceland in Memphis. Was It wasn't like I was going out of town for vacation. It was like, hey, I'm going to go meet up with my buddies. And that felt good.
1: Yeah, I, I'll say that I went in, you know, as a fellow gentleman who has lived in Tennessee, Memphis does not have the best reputation (laughs) out of all the Tennessee cities. Um, So I went into Memphis, you know, I didn't bring my kids or my, my wife. I I, I was hesitant to, because I was worried about Memphis and I knew Graceland was not in the nice part of town. So, um, I was very pleasantly surprised
0: oh side note for everybody to remember next year uh we had the was it the kfc and the checkers across the street from the hotel Mm -hmm. the shell gas station had the best chicken in like five miles wow not not kidding
1: huh i mean i i guess that makes sense you know gas station chicken is can be very uh underrated
0: So, if you want some good food at a cheap price and you don't have to go far, keep that in mind for Memphis if we go back again.
1: Yeah, I hope we do. I think it was a very positive experience. Um, The hotel, I was very impressed with the hotel. Like, I wish I had brought a swimsuit, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that was my Saturday night. I made sure to go get... No, sorry, not Saturday. Sunday night. I made sure to get in the pool.
1: Yeah, I, I was mad because I, I almost packed one, and then I didn't. And I got there, and I was like, there is a hot tub. There is a pool. Like, it looks sweet out there. And I just never never went to do it. But if you're on the fence about going to Worlds, it was a fantastic experience. Um, exceeded my expectations. I'm thinking about bringing my wife and kids next year if they want to go, uh, just because I know there's enough to do there. Um, there's a nice shopping area about 20 minutes out of Memphis in the nice part of town. So, lots to do, lots to do. Let's talk a little bit about teams. So, in Constructed, what are some interesting teams that you saw? Because you were perusing the floor, judging. So, uh, what what cool teams did you see out there?
0: I actually have to give a shout-out to Lucas. (laughs) Um, I'm a fellow Colossal player, so seeing all the tri I was like, oh my God, this is amazing um it i like the weird teams i was actually really happy that i didn't see a lot of the same builds that's a first for me in a long time so as a as an oddity player or as nate called me a uh, swords weirdo swordsman that's what he said um you uh you get tired of seeing the same things. Like you want that challenge of bringing new stuff in. So the fact that we had yes, Cosmic was everywhere, but it wasn't the same Cosmic. There yeah. weren't a billion cobics like I expected. There, there was a Unimind, and I never thought I'd see him again. But go, Matt. Um, it was just diverse. And it's, yeah,
1: and and I'll piggyback off that because I was actually going to mention that too. I I played Matt Esbrook, round one. Because he was playing full point unimine, and the shots I had were there. I just I missed almost every attack. Not just because it was just I needed a six or a seven, and I rolled a four. Um, but he is by far probably the second best. Like uh, he's up there with Dan when it comes to unimine. But Dan plays unimine a lot different. Matt, I would say, is probably one of the best uh, full point unimine players because he just knows mine very well at full points, or I'm sorry, by full points I mean two two seventy five, so the middle point line. Yeah, what, what everyone considers full point. Um, yeah, he had the guts to play it in a Kobic field, and what well, do you know, he did really well with it. So, but definitely kudos to Matt Aspro. Oh,
0: for sure. Um, um, outside. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I was just about to ask. What other teams did you see?
0: Um, I did see the mystical Black Adams. There's just so much. I, yeah, that I was, that changes I, I, your outlook on worlds too when you're judging. You see them, but unless you really have that second to stop and be like, "Oh, this team is amazing," it's really hard to throw back and go into the builds again. Yeah,
1: I I will say I was one of the players who played Black Adam very similar to uh george mass's team i had seen him play it at on the winter maps online Uh, i I tested it out um i did some things different i didn't do exospecs um i played but it was basically daredevil alex wilder black adam Uh, jason alvey played a very similar team but he did i think billy batson also um and -hmm. i went tri-sentinel um It was a very fun team, and the cool thing about the team is that it's not gonna retire anytime soon, so. True. Because it's all the pieces, Daredevil, uh, Alex Wilder, Black Adam, they're all from recent years. So you'll be seeing Black Adam for the foreseeable future because none of the elements retire besides maybe some IDs next year. So, something to keep an eye out. Um, Some other useful, interesting teams that I saw. um, Nate White always brings interesting teams. He had the the Nightshade team out there. Um, If you're not friends with Nate White on Facebook, definitely just do so. I don't usually do a call-out to just say, be friends with someone on Facebook. But uh, he always has very interesting posts leading up to tournaments. And it's interesting to see his thought processes. What other teams did you, what cool teams did you see? You were kind of scouting the floor. I know you were looking for hands and people to yell, so you didn't really have a chance to, like, dig deep into teams. But did you see any other teams that you thought was interesting?
0: I was actually surprised there were no Staros. I think I saw a retail version of Starro. I expect everyone to be like, oh, you're in about Star-O, Staro. But it's weird seeing cosmic builds and nobody running him.
1: I think I saw one at the qualifier before yeah but no one was playing your starro build let's get this out on the the, the floor I know you mentioned it before um, <laughs> <laughs> the ruler starro team uh, is something that Aaron Morgan has created that has branched off and a lot of people have started play well some people have started playing it uh, it's starro Surter, Groot it's the it's the the rulers. Uh, and it's playing on the train map, the, the Skull train yard. It's a really great team. And it's just going to get nastier now that X-Men is here. Um,
0: yeah, so, Proteus, looking at you.
1: Yeah, so be prepared for that. But that is an Aaron Morgan creation. Get I Give him props where props are due.
0: Appreciate that.
1: All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about with Worlds? We have a, a big thing to talk about. About and buy sell hold so any last impressions you want to talk about in regards to worlds
0: no actually like it was from a judge's perspective it was actually probably one of the smoothest ones everything was always small for rulings it's never like oh this is a broken mechanic i can't believe it's happening we didn't have any of that last couple of years we've always had something come up where it was like ah, uh, here we go this one was just like people brain farting during a match I had one. I had one guy ask me if he had to like take two tokens if he had willpower. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like everybody was so into their games, they're just like forgetting the small stuff, and that's a win for me because out of everything that could have happened, all the interactions with the X Men sealed uh, the normal constructed events. It was it was smooth, and that's that's great.
1: Yeah, I think the only biggest thing that came out of Worlds was the whole Hanging Gardens map thing. I think that was the, the biggest thing, where they ended up banning Hanging Gardens. But it was Right banned. at
0: registration, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, people were in line, and Kenny was running by yelling, alright, everybody, Hanging Gardens banned, which I don't think a lot of people had it, but it affected some builds. And I understand why it was banned. 100% agree with it. It was yeah. just one of those, like, surprise and i in my head i was like man i am glad i did not pack that map and build my team around it because you're going into worlds thinking oh crap (laughs) right my my mechanic idea is gone
0: well it's a it's a gotcha thing and we tried so hard to get rid of the gotcha stuff going in that as soon as it came up we're like nope gotta fix that um I know it's still legal in Rock for now. I know Howard and Jay have to talk and figure out what's going to happen there. But I did talk to Jay because I had a couple of people ask me after Worlds about that. So until Jay and Howard say something on the Realms page, it's still good to go. Yeah, I to... wish. <clears throat> go ahead.
1: I, I wish there was just ways to fix that. Like just say you can't use special... Terrain on these maps or something, because you know some of the maps are beautiful maps. Hanging Garden was a pretty good-looking map, but it's banned now. So you know people ruin things for everybody.
0: Well, I mean, even without special terrain, look at Proteus. I can still do it.
1: You could, ba- yeah, you could bury her. But I mean, they didn't ban Harley. What was it, Harley's apartment?
0: Yeah, that was rough
1: where you could just put a, a plane down and if you didn't couldn't fly you're out of luck they didn't do that anything to that and and i think that's just because whiz kids and uh, you guys as judges are becoming better aware of potential gotcha moments like you're saying so it's it's a better place than where it has been
0: agreed 100 uh, percent on that
1: All right. So we got a little bit to talk about in click number three. So let's go ahead and get there.
0: Click three, buy, sell, hold.
1: All right. So you guys know, I like to change it up in my buy, sell, hold, um, for click three, buy, sell, hold, what we're going to do this time around is we're going to talk about figures that you really want to have. If you're going to be playing competitive meta meta level play. The reason I'm bringing this up, and it's from personal experience, is I don't have a ton of money to, to be able to drop into Hero Clicks like some people do. Aaron, I think between you and myself, we have enough children to have a baseball team. So,
0: angry soccer hooligans, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we don't have tons of money to throw into Hero Clicks. We have to be particular about what we buy, what we can't buy. So, Let's talk a little bit. We're going to go through, uh, this is going to be a multi-segment thing for tonight's episode. We're going to talk about three sets, the most recent ones, X-Men animated, the Star Trek feed, the first one, uh, uh, Bravely Go, is that what it was? Or is something like that?
0: Uh, Resistance is futile.
1: Resistance is futile, that's right. And Black Panther. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the set and talk about figures you have to have in your meta collection. And this is because potential craziness, or whatever. We'll we, we'll just talk through it. So we're gonna start with the most recent X Men animated because that's the one everyone's like, okay, what do I need to get? What do I need not need to get? We, the whole set's been spoiled. It should already be out. <laughs> so I'm gonna head. A, I'm gonna go ahead and include it in this. Now I will say this: we're not really gonna go over a lot of commons and uncommons, and maybe not too many rares mostly because even if you don't own those they should be fairly easy to get you could go on troll and toad and pay a dollar or two to pick up these commons and uncommons but we'll highlight if you have any you want to highlight aaron we can and say oh yeah yeah, you want to get you definitely want to pick up these commons or uncommons um so let's start with x-men what figures are you gonna have on hand because you you see the potential for meta play. Um, and I don't, not too many, we don't want too many fringe pieces. Mostly figures you're like, yes, I want to have one on hand because it most likely will be on a team of some sort. So do you have any X-Men commons? Or uncommons?
0: Uh, I'm checking over it now. I mean, the danger rooms. I I hate Don't Die, but yeah, they're still good even if you run them different ways um popping a magneto into any vehicle is gross um, yeah I think the danger room you you're fine with owning all
1: three there's three of them magneto Sabretooth, and mr. sinister um all three are good they're yeah. just playing good you on the on if you take a first glance at it you're like oh you can only do one damage but they don't die. It's very hard for them to die,
0: right? Um, Friends of Humanity, I in like Popper and stuff like that. Sentinel generation is gross, yeah. Especially for their points. Um, I've always liked the like two to henchmen and games where those things are included. Mm-hmm. So even if they never like make top tier meta, I'd probably build them in Popper just to see how they do.
1: Yeah, I've always erred on the side of caution when it comes to uh, generics that could be be brought in from an outside effect. So Pseudo-Henchman is like that. Friends of Humanity, there's a quite a few figures in here that could just bring them in. So you should have at least three to four, maybe five on hand. They shouldn't be that expensive. So. no. Um, I'll say, out of the commons, the only one I'm really looking at is Beast for 50 points, just because he has the perplex for... He, he's, he's got potential to be on Scientist or X-Men teams. Because he has that plus two perplex. So, right. if you share a keyword. So, with Scientist, you could put him on uh, one of the Pog teams. I, th- I can't remember who has scientists nowadays, but
0: um didn't dan and then just build a spider-man scientist team yes director?
1: yes 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 you're right with the um with the rare spider-man i think yes um beast 50 points for a double perplex usually people are playing Star Fox for that so you probably want one or two just to hold on because x-men is going to be blowing up the keyword i mean so definitely have a beast and he's got sidestep so a sidestep perplex is always nice mm. Um, Outside of that, there's not really a lot of other commons. I mean, Scanner was amazing and sealed. But yeah, yeah, she's amazing and sealed. She might have a spot, but her keywords are pretty bad acolytes and spy. If she has any meta play, it might be for a Jason Winogard or Winogard team uh, because Astral Scanner is pretty good. But you might want one of her. I would say this. Anybody that has access to an ID, so there is a prime and non-prime Magneto, you'll probably want at least one of them in the event that you have a combo that works for an ID. Magneto has two IDs, so. Yeah. This one's not too bad, so.
0: No, no, not at all. Um, What
1: about Uncommons?
0: uh, I go straight to Cable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I like Cable a lot yeah, getting plus two to your ID pool if you play the extra 25 points for him uh, and plus two to theme pretty solid And we've had good Cables in the past this one will be around the same it's going to be fun to play got some neat tricks of the sleeves so it'd be one I'd put a couple back just for the way I play
1: yeah, it's very reminiscent of Loki from the Thor set. Mm-hmm. Just having you want to have three. Probably yeah, max sure. of three. The original one and then the two you could create for 25 points.
0: Agreed.
1: Um, there's a cyclops and Jean gray. I'm kind of torn on this. The gene gray in this slot isn't very good. Uh, cyclops isn't bad. If you can't afford the super rare and you can or the, the Regenesis LE. Oh, I didn't even put Regenesis on the list. I guess we could talk about this. Um, that number uh, 013 Cyclops eleven attack, pen Psy, three damage. He's got running shot. It's not bad. Um, he's got leadership, so you could pop him out and have that plus one action. If you're if you're looking, well, there's not going to be any popper IDs for Cyclops. But if you're you know don't have much to be able to get those IDs. The Cyclops isn't bad.
0: Yeah, I agree really there. He's he's a solid little culling.
1: Any other uncomments tickling your fancy?
0: Uh, The Brotherhood stuff. Blob, Toad, I'm say the truth. I, uh, I like playing Brotherhood teams. Uh, so, Toad looks annoying. Blob is rough if you get him in the right like hallway. Stand in there and you're like, come on. And he's a good ID Barry. so.
1: Yeah, I don't know meta wise how much Brotherhood will see play. I know, I, I'm not sold on Toad. I am sold on Blob. Blob could be very annoying for sixty points, on a do a don't die type team, um, just because you can only deal one damage, so it takes five hits to kill Blob.
0: Yeah, you're running with the the Danger Room stuff. Exactly.
1: And once again, the Danger Rim Sabertooth, very, very nice. Even, I will say, even the the non-prime, or not really prime, the 23A Sabertooth, mm-hmm. isn't that bad? It's pretty good for 75 points.
0: Yeah, he's a run-in, rip the head off, dude.
1: Um, yeah, because he heals a lot. Yeah, he does. So if he- you can keep him alive, he only has six clicks, so you, you gotta keep him alive, but if he can... He's pretty, he's pretty beefy for 75 points. Um, For some rares that you'll want to keep on hand, um, you've got your Storm. you got the Jubilee is a key one because she has an ID. So she's only 35 points. She doesn't do a ton, but once again, 35-point call-in. You always want to have one because you might play that one 35-point figure. And you're like, I have no one to call in but Rusty. Well, now you have Jubilee.
0: Yep. Anything with energy explosion is kind of solid, especially hers. The negative two attack until my next turn, then pin one to everybody with a robot keyword. So, yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm not really feeling most of the other rares are good on their own, but as far as meta concerns, like competitive play, I'm not seeing too many others. Well, how do you feel, Aaron?
0: I'm double checking real quick. Um. Celebrity, uh, Mesmero. He could work with Baby Doll and uh, Earthx Daredevil. Almost a Deadpool. Huh. But uh, could be fun. It's a tiny staro for forty-five points, so he can call in stuff. He's hard to hit. Uh, That's true. It'd be a sneaky fig. Nothing like breaking. But I could see him getting work into some builds just for the the ability to call in. And, Send you back away from him.
1: Okay, so now we're hitting the now we're hitting big the big targets, the super rares. These mm-hmm. are the ones where you want to either find them in your brick or you want to try to buy singles and get them. What are the super rares that you're eager to get your hands on?
0: Let's see.
1: Right now we're just talking about the standard size figures. We're not talking about the colossals yet.
0: Yeah. I'm going through um we're talking meta only or like in general
1: yep we're trying to go through for those who just want to be in competitive clicks and just don't have the money for collections because you know you have your competitive players and then you have the people who just like collecting all of a set or they just you know like cool looking figs we're tailoring ourselves for this particular segment for just meta players who are buying x-men they what figs do you need to have out of these set for future teams?
0: Uh, I like Legion. Um, having him for Jason Lingard for Pog Generation, or as himself, as the non-title. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. He's fun. I got I pulled him in one of the better roles I played at Worlds. He's fun.
1: I yeah, I love him. I I love Legion. He's probably my favorite figure out of this set.
0: Um, Colossus, gonna need him for call in um 75 so points is more little higher than people are used to now but there's enough now with x-men that can call him in and let him loose on somebody and you might
1: actually see him on blackbird teams
0: oh yeah for sure
1: because he has the defend power defend invincible during an attack adjacent friendly characters that replace their defensive value with colossus can use invulnerability so giving the blackbird invul, while it won't help against uni will help against a lot of other things because you can't out well you i guess you could technically outwit it but you have to have the foresight to outwit invulnerability on blackbird before you shoot it right even even though it doesn't have it at the time of using outwit it only gets it when you make an attack so you have to have a lot of foresight with that
0: um let's see I don't know that she's got the right stuff. Mystique could be an issue down the road if she comes up with a right strategy. Um, I like giving a token. Like we'll use some of the stuff you have ran in the past with your Pog generation. Mm-hmm. You run up against her with that, I just give your Pog generator the Shapeshifter token and laugh, because now I get shape change on two through six. You're always going to be way over there. She's going to get to creep up and fight stuff on the way to you. Yeah. Um, and past that, I like Cassandra Nova.
1: I think she's a sneaky pick. Mm-hmm. She does a lot for. I mean, she's a she's she's 150 points. That's a lot. That scares some people. Um, but she does a lot for 150 points.
0: Yeah, she does. She's loaded. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I Ooh. like her. I like. I even like um. I don't know how I feel about Mister Sinister, the other title character.
0: Yeah, I was waiting on you to talk about him.
1: He, I am, and Aaron knows this all too well. I am a sucker for POG generators. Um, his POGs are okay. Like they're not bad. Um, I don't know if Realms is cool. Cur- well, yeah, the problem is, is POGs nowadays nowadays all have a ten attack, and ten attack almost isn't enough now. Eleven is the sweet spot.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like Ruckus it's mean, kind of fun. But um, it's just
1: like the it's just like the crabs from Devil Dinosaur. There's no move and attack there.
0: Yeah, no. Are they not autonomous? So no. Yeah, that makes it rough a lot rougher then.
1: Yeah, no autonomous. Wizkits has is wisely cut back on their generous autonomous giving outs. Um, they were very generous with it in Black uh, in Batman, and we haven't seen it much since, which yeah. is good. Yeah. it could be it could be insane <laughs> if they go too far. Um, mm. so you might want to. I I'm one of those players that I feel like you should have almost every. I if I I'm not a collector, but one type of fig I will always collect is title characters, because. They have a mechanic no one else has. And some of them were bad. Like, Loki wasn't good. Professor X wasn't good. But I still have them. Because they do something no one else does. And I like that. Any other super rares? Uh, we've got the uh, the Danger Room. The only last one was Danger Room Mr. Sinister. Which we already said Danger Room is something you should try to collect if you can. Um, they will see play. Especially this Mr. Sinister. He's He's pretty nuts looking yeah. at just at his dial it doesn't feel like he is until you realize he's only 40 points
0: yeah he's he's silly that wit the the lifespan he's gonna have in those games where you have to deal with him it's not gonna be fun um i think the last one for me just because animal keyword i love animal stuff shirt gets Sauron to run around with and I don't think Sauron disappoints if you play him he's a finesse I'll say Sauron's probably a finesse here but he could be a lot of fun
1: yeah he's got a stop click so he passes the test the uni test as we put it uh, uni can't one shot him <laughs> cause he has a stop click um, yeah I see potential there it, it like you said it is a finesse piece
0: And I haven't really looked through Spiral. I miss Spiral of old. It's nice to have her back. I think she needs to be looked over.
1: She is... I'll say this, because I played against... uh, I played against Nate White in Team Worlds, and he was playing a Spiral. She's good, but she's just missing something like it's always good to have shape change super senses it's cool to have that ability to just phasing teleport move less than five or less and you can use in cap and tk at no cost but it's very situational um if you pull it off it could be great but trying to fit her on a team I mean, I could see trying to phase out for five and then using TK to, like, yo-yo somebody a little bit.
0: If she or wasn't you know, 80 points, her and Black Adam could be a problem. But she's eating up a lot of that void space. Yeah, that's
1: a problem. If she was more like 60 to 70 points, I'd be happier. But 80 is a little too much for me. So I, I'm not super thrilled with her. She's not, like, old Spiral. <laughs> no, God, no. not not the old spiral that was uh had to be eroded Uh, let's talk about chases there are some very interesting chases in this yeah so what chases all right aaron i'm giving you a limited amount of money well say that because that ruins this question um (laughs) what chases are you going out to get actively trying to get
0: Actively, uh, I already acquired Miss Jean. She's lucky. A... lucky. Yeah, I did not leave worlds without Jean. Um Emma is next. Emma, with the stuff I play, gets obnoxious. And Indigo Battery of any kind is great. So it's good to see that mechanic come back in a way. And then Jason. Um, Jason is... Deeper, 25 point less Staro. If he can get his mechanic to work, he can get the whole board. And with Gene as a Gene on the board, period, with him sets it up pretty well. Yeah. And making any of the the pogs you can pick for him from Isaac Kesmet, there's there's lots of stuff to worry about with Jason on the board.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the chases, I mean, you can't do wrong with buying almost all of them. Uh, some of them are going to be cheaper than others, like Harry Leland, Donald Pierce, Sebastian Shaw. They're probably going to be the cheaper ones, even though they're pretty good in their own right. I I like Donald Pierce, just because he's really hard to kill.
0: Um, oh, yeah. Donald and the, the danger and things are gross. Yeah. And he, um, he keeps, like, Sinister back, Let like him make Donald come back again. You just go, go, go. Uh,
1: Harry Leland is not bad. He protects you from uh, retails. So he gives you some retail protection, which is nice. Um, and then Sebastian Shaw, I've never been a fan of the Sebastian Shaw mechanic. He's always been the one that gets like, he's like a, a Hulk in the sense that he gets stronger the further down his dial you get. I've never been a fan of that. um, But some people are, and some people do it well. So you can't go wrong. Hellfire Club, I think, has shot up to maybe a top 10 keyword um, because of these chases and other figures we've gotten in this set. Maybe oh, yeah. a top 10.
0: Yeah, I'll give it. Low level, top 10. And that's not a shot at it. There's potential. Tri-Sentinels, the Prime from uh, Xavier School, they all give this keyword some much-needed strength. So I'm excited to see where the Hellfire Club takes us and see how well it works for some of my ideas going forward.
1: All right, so let's talk about Colossals. These are going to be the ones that are a little bit harder to get. Um, but they're just so much fun to get. I, this set is way different than Avengers Infinity. You had a lot of Avengers Infinity pieces that you were just ho-hum about. I don't feel that way about X-Men. I mean, the dragons are okay. uh, The sentinels are okay. But a majority of them are good. So let's start going through the uncommons because there's no common colossals. Um... Let's just go through each one and say whether you think yay or nay for meta. Just period. Um, let's start with Sentinel Squad 1. Yay. See, I'm giving it a nay, but I don't know. I haven't played against it. So tell me, Aaron, why do you like Squ- Sentinel Squad 1?
0: The Danger Room stuff. You pair it, you put Magneto in it, fire away. And when they oh, yeah, it, this is,
1: this is. I'm sorry, this is the vehicle one. Yeah. Ah, that, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was thinking of one of the other. I, thought, I didn't know this was the vehicle one.
0: And it's with its multiple starting lines you can choose. Like, she gets plenty of powers. So. Yep.
1: I can dig it. Okay, yeah, you've yeah. changed my mind on this one. You'll want to get one Sentinel Squad one. I don't think you need multiple, I think one is enough. To be honest, yeah. I don't. I don't foresee myself ever running multiple of these.
0: No, not unless you play like a really, really high point game, and then sure, go for it. But if it's just low level stuff or standard meta, one is plenty.
1: Unless you really want to play two Danger Room Magneto's.
0: <laughs> I mean, having Sinister hop in one and Magneto hop in the other—that that's pretty gross.
1: Well, the key thing is, you could play two Magnetos, though. They're not Primes.
0: They're unique.
1: Oh, you're right. They're unique. Dang. Thank you. This is why you judge games. (laughs) This is why you judge worlds. You broke my dreams, but that's okay. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Prime, Stealth, Sentinel. This one's a big yes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Even if you're not playing this when you pull it in the standard like sealed events, you're not looking at the dial right. It's gross. It's good. There's plenty you can build with it. Yeah. Just play it.
1: Yeah, he's very good. Um, And that's the cool thing about this set is all the Colossal Primes are good. There's not a single one that you'd be like, uh, eh, oh no. I got a Stealth Sentinel. Like Now, Stealth, stealth Sentinel's good. And Now, if it was your second or third one, yes, I agree. So maybe you don't like it as much. Um, how do you feel about the Sentinels in general? How many are you
0: getting? <laughs> that's a bad question. Um, <laughs> probably more than I should, but that's not just for meta. Gotcha. I, uh, Master Mold and Nimrod and Bastion have always been some of those X-Men related figures I like, must have just for a big game. You know, we've got, I run a 7,000 point Black Lantern team when we can play it. So Master Mold is just screaming for more fodder, and at their point values, he's getting them out. So, uh, but middle wise say three is probably the sweet spot yeah. just for your friends uh, of humanity, the batchings, and Nimrods, and stuff that can bring them in just to have right.
1: them. Yeah, that was the exact number I was going with three. Um, they're not they're not good. I don't see myself ever playing them. By themselves um, because they're only two clicks long which I know 33 points decent stats colossal all of that sure or 25 points but I just don't see myself ever playing them 25 points is a lot in this meta now so have a couple for when someone has that leadership power but you might debate whether you actually want to bring someone in so like this because they do count points so have two or three just to have on your sideline, or I guess they don't, they're not on your sideline, but to have when they're generated, you probably won't ever build with these. They're not like your typical um, colossal retails you have in the back because they don't have retail period. Right. Nimrod. I think that's a resounding yes from both of us that you at least need one because he's not unique, is he? I don't think so. He is not But you're rarely ever going to play two... You can't really play two Nimrods because he's 175. So you definitely want to get a Nimrod. He has a lot of potential in the meta. uh, Just period. I don't think he sees a lot of play in 275. I've talked about this on another show. uh, On the click the what we did before Worlds. Um, But still, even at 175, he's got potential. He just does so much.
0: Yeah, Nimrod is gross. He's what Thanos needed to be. Yeah. Well, I so, think, anyway. Thanos is still good, but Nimrod is playable.
1: So, G004, we've got the creamsicle Proteus. I love the creamsicle Proteus.
0: I can hear Tyler, like, giggling somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler. Tyler's really... Well that one and another one we're about to get to he's giggling about it, so um yeah i love the proteus i like I lo- part of me like i'm not a big collector i love the sculpts like i love the bright colored see-through sculpts they
0: oh just, yeah they look, they look really
1: cool to me like so I, we had a local um, pre-release and people pulled proteus and i was like giving stuff away to get them because i love this proteus um Now, I I don't know how long Proteus is going to stand on it. Like Proteus does a lot of dumb things, and when figures do a lot of dumb things, people like Aaron and the rest of WizKids keeps an eye on it. So I have no idea how long Proteus is going to be cool Proteus. But personally, I think I'm torn, because I could see myself here. You're only ever really going to play him at 20 points. You might play him at the 150, but you're probably just playing him at 20 I could see myself getting at least five. I think five is a really good number for him because um, I put you at a
0: hundred points. But uh, yeah, I could agree there. Uh, maybe eighty for me, um, and then I like him. I just five for twenty points. A monster is he worth dropping a group for? Um, like that. That's. For well, for twenty points, that's your standard. Groot's like pound for pound, probably the best retail in the game. Mhm. So, um,
1: I would almost argue that Proteus is better than Groot. Because <laughs> I think in this, it's a that's a maybe somewhat bold statement, but in this new meta that we're about to get, where there's a influx of new colossal figures. It's more likely than not your starting area is gonna be filled. It's just the chance of that happening is increased. Now it's still not great. It's probably like 20% maybe that your starting area, the your opponent's starting area is going to be filled, so you don't get walking wood. Groot is significantly worse if you don't get walking wood. I think. You still got the leadership, you got the retail, I get it. But he's just sitting there. He doesn't have sidestep to go get you stuff. Whereas Proteus here. He's a decent retow, but he has barrier, a good barrier, free barrier for two, or free smoke cloud for two.
0: And well, then you get into... the other part. The other part's is what makes Proteus good. No yes. improved anything if you're within three squares.
1: So Proteus makes Lucas Van Hollen cry because Tri Sentinels can't just come up and break the blocking in front of. Them. Yeah, I like shoot it. You could call in Cyclops and blow it up from range. As long as you're not within three, there's ways around it. Um, any other WizKids people listening, there's ways around it. Please don't do anything to Proteus. Um, <laughs> but he's got a barrier shape change, 18 defense. Um, he's great. He's amazing for 20 points. I like him so much more than Groot just because I don't like relying on my opponent to make my figure better. So I am relying on my opponent to not fill up their starting area for me to get walking wood. And that's probably not... I got to bet that that's not going to happen. Even though there's a better chance it happens than not happen. I have to... You know, you have to play the probability game. So I um, I think you should get five. Aaron says you should get four. That's fine. Um, he's an uncommon. He shouldn't be terribly expensive. But if everyone's getting multiple... And he might be a little pricey.
0: Yeah, he'll hike up some for sure. Uh, uh,
1: look at giant girls. Giant girls were uncommon. The uh, the 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 big dial ones, not the fast forces. The the starter, the normal set of giant girls around that price is probably where Proteus will be.
0: Yeah, I kind of great there.
1: Um, are you getting an Exodus?
0: To be honest, this is the first time I've got to like really look at his dials. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the force field gimmick that again, that's my like thing. I like the gimmicks and not so much gotchas, but like come on, like we're gonna we're gonna get to it and you're gonna have to work your way through it to get to me, yeah, so um, I like him for that. Uh, the energy explosion, lots of attack powers, Lord, yeah, that's solid. You can get him to use it, and then his leadership. His leadership's
1: good. His keywords aren't great. He has four acolytes, Brotherhood of Mutants, Marauders, and Harold. Which woo, Harold, yay.
0: Well, uh, wait. So after the announcement the other day, that last keyword may make him gross in the future.
1: That is true, and we're talking about the future. And I didn't mention that in news because it was kind of half brought up in Alliance Open House that uh, Fantastic Four is on its way next year. Woohoo! You probably have already heard about it. I'm excited for it. Um, but that is a very good p- point, Aaron. I didn't even think about that. So I would say yes. Get at least one. He's unique, so you don't need more than one.
0: Yeah, just have one Um, for the Herald chance to let him leadership, you know, surfer in the future and whoever else we get in that set. Um, that yeah. could be a little gross. Um, The rest of it is all would all be fun games. Like, I'll run him with a juggernaut just to be like, here, you can get leadership with pyro and avalanche um yeah at least one i'll go with one
1: um onslaught he is not unique um this is the other figure tyler is raving about because he's monster i love onslaught i was very hesitant when i saw him previewed i thought oh he's cool but man that dial's not great um and then i he was my one of my figures on my team on worlds he just does so much for free 150 i think he's a 125 which isn't that bad he's only six clicks i get it but he can't be targeted with uh if you're more than five squares away um he's got protected mind control outwit, and pensai so you can't just run up and blast therm you can't just one shot him through the invuln and he gets to use in-cap mind controller TK for free.
0: Yeah, Until it's kinda um rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you'll probably
1: <laughs> you'll probably never use his attack power. Um unless you roll doubles with like a ranged attack. Because it says he cannot back characters that use charge or combat. So if you happen to roll doubles. In general, when you're shooting someone, cool, because he's got a nine range. But you're never running in, and it's the second part of his powers if he close attacks. And he doesn't have movement powers, like move and attack outside of sidestep on his 500 click dial. So you're only playing him at 125. It's very unlikely that you're going to run and punch somebody.
0: It's not WizKids legal, but you know what map he would be a lot of fun on? What map? Ultimate Sacrifice. Please Ooh, get on the ledge. Gracious. I want to knock you off and make you take more damage. Yes. That is fantastic.
1: Um, He's also got Prob and Shape Change. Um, The whole Prob and reroll and that you move away, it rarely ever came up in my games. He's just really good for 125. If you could protect him with uh, some Proteus, because I think Proteus had Monster. So get some Proteus, protect him. He's good. He's real good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: How do you feel about Juggernaut? It's
0: my boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been running Juggernaut since Fear Itself. Kurth was my... No, actually, Kirth was my second trip into the big medicine I took him to the green battery to Worlds and he caused some problems, which was nice. <laughs> um, so I always like seeing a Juggernaut, especially when it's Kane. cane. We got a few others in this set, but I like him in sealed. Um, he's gross, especially if you randomly end up with map. Um, so the Brotherhood keyword matters there. If you're doing sealed events at your local stores, or if you get to go to a big event and they're doing sealed with this set, I like him at 300 points too. If yep. if in the off chance you do win that map roll, take him to the underground. You take him to King's Tomb and just laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna keep running through these walls. I'm gonna keep punching you in the head at the same time. So um
1: he does get through it. Now I will say this, he is technically a counter for Proteus.
0: For sure. Yeah.
1: He can't he can't move through blocking terrain because you can't use improved movement stuff, but he does have that mass destruction super strength when he's given a move action after resolutions destroy all adjacent pieces of blocking terrain then he can use Quake at no charge, at no cost. So, he could technically move up to your barrier. Even if he can't move through it, he still destroys everything around it, kind of like the whales, and Quakes you. So, definitely get one, you could run two, because he's a a 300, 200, 100. So you could run multiple if you felt inclined to. Um,
0: Don't prompt me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll two.
1: probably only get one. But maybe two.
0: Yeah, two two hundred like running two of the hundred and point versions in a local game could be interesting, maybe when i win a map. Run him on Mystical or Yeah, actually Mystical would be solid for him. you get to bump up his defense and let him do his thing. And the fact that he's protected, cap mind control, outwit, and pulse wave on that click is pretty pretty nice.
1: Yeah, if you could get some sort of like play two of them at a hundred. You got a hundred points to put in some sort of leadership or something. Cause you want something to clear tokens from, him, so he activates that my mutant brothers and sisters and heals. So yes. try to have some sort of leadership or something that you can get tokens off of him and he'll heal and you'll be great. Um we gotta speed this up because man, we are I don't know if we're gonna get to the other sets. <laughs> we're spent a lot on this. Um I'm gonna say no to Sasquatch. It's not very good yeah i'll agree um he's animal i know but he's not very good green puff dragon green dragon puff she's okay um she's she kind of cool looking but she'd,
0: she'd be a fun fig not a meta fig
1: yeah that uh, definitely not fe- Uh, definitely not a meta fig moving on the phoenix this is 100% a meta fig like one of the most meta figs out of this set
0: yeah this is blue bird isn't it
1: Yes, this is the Blue Phoenix. This is the one you can actually legally call in. So you will want probably two to three of her. Because she's only 25 points. She is Cosmic. X-Men, those are the two major ones. She's got Phoenix Force, Starjammers, Excalibur. Who cares about those? Um, X-Men and Cosmic are the big ones. X-Men finally gets some retail, which they've lacked. Which makes them scary. But she's also a retail. Like, I was... into some of our locals the other day like remember a couple years ago we were super excited about mercury from the metal men because he was 25 points with the tk yeah okay we got phoenix now colossal 10 range tk 25 points she can uh retail and do some nasty things with that she can't be she's got cosmic entity energy shield deflection poison she's got all this stuff 25 points like it's crazy how far we've gone
0: right yeah it's a whole different game from world's finest now so
1: (laughs) yeah so yeah you want at least um two to three of them i think uh, because i could see on an x-men team playing at least two you'll want one because she is a call-in
0: um let's see yeah sweet one's probably two um, because of the other X Men retails that are in the in this set, yeah, uh, one for and one for Main Force, should be solid.
1: All right, we're on to the colossal rares. Cerebra, I am not very Cerebra. She's a pretty good. Um, you might want to get one because uh, Cerebra can is kind of like a taxi for X Men, but she's seventy five points and robot. and and robot i know but she can only carry x-men keywords
0: oh yeah that's right right.
1: so i'm not sold on cerebra kind of cool but 75 points for five clicks is not very good (laughs) that's too expensive you got lila for 20 uh, what 25 30 yeah Um, Yeah, two
0: lilas and ids versus her
1: yeah so don't worry about cerebra and you hear my baby in the background um Cyclops Sentinel. How do you feel about Cyclops Sentinel? I like him. Um, torn. 50, let's
0: see. The 50 he point. has the
1: thing if he gets takes damage from an opponent's attack. After you get resolution. The yeah, you create the little pog. And then he can't make range attacks anymore.
0: I don't That's hate what... it. I mean, you, you let him do his thing. He's got 8 range. Psychic Blast. Um you can hit an all it's energy explosion with except for one pin or action tokens or knock them back six squares. That's I don't hate him for fifty points. I don't know I don't know that I would go higher in a bigger like a metagame with him, but mm-hmm. fifty points, four clicks, he's a twenty to hit at range. If you hit him, you're gonna make that pog that's obnoxious. So
1: I will say if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're out there looking to figure out what figs you get, you want, Cyclops Sentinel is one of those borderline ones. You're probably gonna be fine if you don't have one because you're probably not ever gonna build with one. Maybe with a Jason Winogard scenario where you have him on your sideline to create that pog, but even uh, then it's not that great of a pog. There's better ones.
0: You um, can't use him.
1: Oh yeah, he, he's oh too many points. So there you go. Skip him. In my head, skip Cyclops Sentinel. He's cool, but 50 points for 4 clicks that he can easily die from. Because it's only an 18 ESD. I'm not sold. Because, okay, once per game, when he takes damage, you could say that Um, I feel like it said, I don't know if this is right on Realms, I feel like it says in, when he takes damage, instead he could take no damage and you make the Sentinel head.
0: Uh like an, yes. Give me a sec, I'll pull it up. This will be a spot I need to say something. If you ever doubt anything in Heroclix, go to the win. It is there (laughs) for you to use, and we try to keep it updated as much as possible.
1: Especially when there's a lot of broken stuff. Unfortunately. Like the National Air and Mini Shredder scenario. Yeah, that was gross. That was a crushing of dreams. Right there. Yeah. While while he's looking this up, um, I'll go ahead and move on a little bit to Bastion. Yeah, I don't. Bastion's okay. I don't think you have to have Bastion. He's no.
0: He's a. He's definitely a. Uh, cool. Like collect and play for fun thing.
1: Yeah, Me. I mean he's not bad because a hundred points you get eight clicks. That's that's pretty good. Um, cool. but. He doesn't
0: so that, do a ton. So, well, that and his blocking, his barrier thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if you're a colossal player, throwing down that blocking that says, no matter, unless you're a standard standardized figure, you're not shooting me. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can see where he's still on the fence.
1: Um, yeah. And we're talking mostly fakes. Okay, I've only got 20 bucks. What can I buy? You don't want Bastion. Uh, yeah. He's cool collector, but no. Next one I think is Aaron's. One of Aaron's favorites.
0: Oh, is it? Are we at Kevin now? Is it Proteus. Yeah. Yes,
1: we are at Limeade Proteus.
0: <laughs> he's the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this Proteus is gross. And ten points. And ruler. And monster. And deity. The ones who want to break out that keyword, there's a few figures with it. Um, I actually got to put this on the field today with Starotech. It's rough.
1: I just can't believe that they are willing to make another 10-point <laughs> colossal. Like, we had Flores, and we were like, okay, can't wait for Flores to go away, because that's just dumb that you could play six Flores and get plus six to map. Like That's dumb. And then we had giant girls, and we're like, okay, well, giant girls. So, okay. Well, now we got one for monster and ruler and deity. So, sweet.
0: Yeah. Um, him with autonomous things is... I can shut off my entire side of the Skull Camp map with these figs if I have enough on the board. And that's just Starro and the Starro fight. You're gonna have to shoot at me, and I'm not gonna let you shoot at anything but Starro, and you're not gonna like what happens after you do it. So, I. For every keyword he has, he's gonna be the new Flora. He really is. The yep. fact that he gets um, to place a piece of blocking for each one you have. Every time someone is given a costed action, and that's any character within his range. So if you have to use Retal to get him on the other side of the map for whatever reason, and I lock you down, uh, you moved. Cool. Here's a blocking to like shut off this hallway that you were trying to go to. Oh well. Um, the fact that he can heal uh, the super senses. Yep. That he goes from.
1: That you can't outwit. It's a you couldn't anyway because it's a stop. But he's got power cosmic.
0: Right. So it's double protected. <laughs> like, no stop click. I'm still power cosmic. Crap. Um. But then he turns into worse things. Yep. He's he's good with the Skull Camp map bonus on his own. If he heals, he gets in cap force blast super senses. Uh, it's an, an obnoxious thing that I see getting played. For sure. So, no matter what. I Go would ahead. say
1: this is one of those that you probably want <laughs> eight to nine. I know that sounds like a horrendous amount, but he's only ten points, so probably max of uh, the least amount you want is five, five to six, maybe.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know what the future holds for this figure right now, but
1: yeah, yeah any, until anytime.
0: until then, and any chance you get to play it before anything it does change, if it changes cut loose and have fun and enjoy it um i know i'm going to
1: yeah and we we preface that by saying that it, it, it's been in history's past when we get figs like this where you're like oh this is dumb that's when things are probably gonna change for it so right that's uh, why we preface. proteus was saying both proteus are pretty dumb for their cost so they might change some things that's my guess I'm guessing that they're most likely going to change some things. But then again, I've been waiting for them to change Trader and them for a while, so, you know what? Like Aaron said, (laughs) let's enjoy this ride while we can, and let's hope that they don't fix it before the set drops, so we can have fun with it legally (laughs) before uh, the changes happen.
0: Before we hit up Magneto, the Cyclops Sentinel is changed to the following once per game when it would take damage from an opponent's attack after resolutions you may generate a sentinel head by if you do uh cyclops sentinel can't make range attacks for the rest of the game
1: okay so it was changed to a may but you still take the damage correct then no he's dumb um <laughs> like bad dumb like not yeah. good dumb four clicks okay Pew, you're dead no little sentinel for you sorry buddy yeah no skip that all right magneto yes Yes, this is an emphatic let. Yes, he's not unique. You might, I would say minimum two because there are two Magneto IDs.
0: I, maybe three. Um, so he does what Blue Phoenix does, but he does it for Ruler, Hellfire Club, and the Brotherhood. Yep.
1: That's- he covers everybody else, basically. Yeah. He's got Sidestep. He's got Sidestep, which is huge for a Colossal because he can walk out there. Well, he's not a Colossal. He's a two by two. Um, But he can go out there and pick up your objects and bring them back to you.
0: That's huge. Uh, Andy's leadership. And or you he, can TK
1: it, I guess, too. But yeah, well, leadership.
0: Leadership and the free choose a character within range and line of fire. Place that character in a square adjacent to its current square. All right, Jason, you need one more step. Here you go. um Um, he's good his his
1: um colossal retail is kind of meh i don't know if the realms one is correct because there says a typo in something but his is just you go over there and he makes a range attack he's got a range of eight ten attack three damage it's not bad you're mostly going to play him for the keywords the tk and the leadership for just 25 points he's what propels hellfire club to me to a top 10 because he actually is a colossal in the top like outside of the next couple ones we're getting to, he's one of the ones that you can put out there and move your Hellfire Club figures around. So that's why I think Hellfire Club's one of the top ten.
0: So let's point that out, too. He is still standard size. He's not a colossal.
1: Right. He's a two-by-two. He is not a colossal. Um, But he's still advised by the rules of being a multi base. so he can't be TK'd himself. Um, Things like that. He can't be just carried normally, so okay sorry about that let's talk a little bit about red onslaught yes he is not unique I don't think you need more than one one is the most
0: (laughs) he's impressive
1: Um, yeah yeah, he's definitely oppressive. Um, I would say he's not as good as the other Onslaught. But he's not bad. He has better keywords. The, bo- the popping out
0: the Sentinel is cool. So that, um you're doing he's got his own indigo battery, gotta be within five to do anything yep. to him. Mm-hmm. Uh mind control sidestep. Uh you if he hits you with his mind control, you don't get keywords or team abilities. That's rough. Yep. Shut all that down. Um, yeah, one of these will do you. He's he's a finesse fig, but I would not be surprised if he shows up somewhere.
1: Yeah, definitely want to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, Eugene Torbid Winter Winterspan. I'm torn on Eugene. I. The only reason I, I'm torn is because he doesn't count against theme teams. That's I the have only forgotten reason. this episode
0: of this show. I was like, who is this guy? Now yeah, I remember. He's a, he's
1: a little scientist guy that got the Ciderac gem or whatever and became Juggernaut for a day.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I only know that, and this is a little behind the scenes, uh, this was one of the previews that clickstoff did. And um Dan was making us guess because he's not allowed to tell us. You know, we're not allowed to know ahead of time what we're revealing. Um so he made us guess, and I guessed it like two minutes before it was released, based off nice. of his suggestions, because this was the most random figure I've ever I, I didn't remember this figure at all, and now I know too much about it. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I would say He's not very good.
0: But no, he's completely like a gimmick. Funny fig for scientists. It's I will funny. say
1: this though. He doesn't count against theme teams. That gives him value. He does. If you're playing some random thing, if you're playing Secret Society with Starro and Black Adam, and you're like, man, I wish.
0: I'm just gonna be honest up front, I'd play the Wizards over him and really? get the... yeah, well, I mean, they're gonna bump up starro if they're next to a J- they're next to block game, it's harder to hit them
1: okay i, uh, I'll, I give you, I'll give you that
0: i uh I would play him with some fun scientists like uh him and Dr. Demonicus for some golden age would be funny uh. Just because they're gonna he's gonna run around and distract you while Dr. Demonicus brings out his colossals to do work um, So th- there's there are places for him uh, so we'll see where it goes though
1: I think if you're out buying you can do with one yeah because you could probably fit him on a team like the secret Society or some keyword that just doesn't have enough oomph. Cause he's not bad. I mean, his if you actually hit with quake somehow, I mean, if you hit, they can't give act- be given actions to set move actions. I mean, that's amazing. You yeah, just, you just gotta hit. That's the problem.
0: Yeah, you just gotta hit. You gotta even cross the map and hope they don't hit for three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's little things, but a whale could carry him around. So that's true. All right, prime colossus is an emphatic yes. Yeah, because he's a call-in. He can only have one because he's a prime. So we don't really need to go into the one. Because
0: yeah, no, yeah. he's self-explanatory. Wendigo. Do it.
1: This is this <laughs> is a trick. This is a tricky one because I don't want to tell everyone to go get Wendigos because his price is already ridiculous. I know it's pre-release esque. He's sitting around forty bucks right now for a rare. I could see that maybe dropping to 30, but 30 is going to be – he's going to be at group prices, 30 to $40, because he does a lot for 100 points or even just 15 points.
0: Yeah. He does a I, lot. Uh...
1: Check him out. We don't really have a ton of time to go through him, and I'm sure the guys have already covered it on the, other, on the, the main podcast. He's very, very good, and you're going to see a lot of him. So remember, he is the blue looking sa- Sasquatch. <laughs> so if, you're, if you get excited and you open, you're like, oh man, it's, I got Wendigo. And you're like, it's brown. No, that's Sasquatch. Um, I, I had to keep that in mind as I was walking around uh, the BRs at Worlds. I was like, oh, there's all these Wendigos. No, there's Sasquatch. So, yes, you probably want realistically, um, this is going to sound horrendous, but max, you want probably 10. Minimum 4 to 5? Four. 4. 4 puts you at 60 points. So four if you play him at 15 points. 60 yeah. isn't bad for what you get.
0: No. He doesn't have
1: retal, but if he gets to you and can hit you, it's bad news. Bad news mm. bears because he can heal past the starting line. Yep,
0: he's going to do it if
1: he hits. Um, Vange. Vange. Vange Whedon. Evangeline Whedon, the the other dragon in the set. For me it's a pass.
0: Yeah, no, I can run a lot of a lot of other things for animals or X Men and monsters at seventy five points.
1: Yeah. She's cool. She does some cool things, but not meta. Just just not. So don't worry about getting one of her. Dark Phoenix, on the other hand, is the other figure I was referencing on making Hellfire Club a top ten keyword she also has hellfire club phoenix force x-men and cosmic she is probably arguably i think the best colossal in this set um the retail at least i think she's amazing um you'll probably want she's 30 points so a little pricey getting into tri-sentinel territory but she has a really awesome retail um if she retails and gets going she can heal past her starting click and she gets dumb if she starts a healing and she's got a stop-click with Impervious, so no energy exploding her to death, which is awesome.
0: Right. Um, just watch out for your Prime Xavier's
1: Very, very true. I forgot about Prime Xavier.
0: Um, yeah, no, Phoenix all day long. He's here to cause mayhem, and it shows in the dial.
1: Yeah, so I think with Dark Phoenix, you probably need three, because that puts you at ninety. That's probably the most you're doing, because uh, she can only be played at three hundred or three. Uh, three hundred probably not going to see play. She's just, she's not that good. Um, but thirty, if you if you're going bare minimum, two, maybe just one. Um, but she's probably next to the other Phoenix, one of the best X Men retails, one well, of the only x-men retails, but she's gonna be good i mean she's gonna be good because she can attack smaller figures that's the key thing with her she doesn't have the colossal indifference um so she's someone i'm targeting with well you can't call her in so that's another key thing so she's good you probably at least want to have one
0: yeah you definitely want one um She's going to get played with the Chase Jean with the ID... Or not ID, sorry. With Chase Jean and just his retail alone. Um, go for it.
1: And if you want a little hindsight, uh, hindsight, a peek behind the curtain of WizKids, you can see how long ago this figure was made because they referenced this figure when they redid ID cards. Like a year ago. <laughs> or two right. years ago. Because they specifically referenced, hey, Dark Phoenix... Doesn't work for Jean Grey, <laughs> because that doesn't make sense that you could call in Dark Phoenix. So they specifically reference that. If you go back to the old articles, they reference Dark Phoenix. And this is precisely why, <laughs> because they don't want you calling her in. Doesn't make much sense. All right, let's fly by the Super there's a There's a couple. Um, I, I pulled a Krakoa uh, just the other day. He is super cool looking um he's very heavy so if you get a really heavy booster by the way i'm big into weights and stuff and boosters if you get a really heavy booster it's either a phoenix or kokoa so there you go but you do not need one
0: uh yeah probably not for meta but some kokoa the living island on kokoa the living island map would be fun.
1: yeah if you were running some cool scenarios locally and I wish you know we did more of that. Um, Krakoa could see a lot of cool play there because he's pretty cool at 600 points, um, but not at 70, which is where you'd play him. I mean, 150 isn't even that good. He doesn't get above a 10 unless you play him at 400 points, and that's no bueno in my book. He doesn't do enough for me. Um, so you could pass Krakoa. Mojo, on the other hand. Um, You probably want a mojo. His keywords are good. He could do some dumb things if things get out of hand.
0: Um, So him and things that let you play super friends are amazing. I could
1: see that, yeah. You miss a target of an attack? Yeah, okay. So there's a lot more potential there. He's one of those finesse pieces. He's not one you could just put on your team and be like, I'm gonna win.
0: Like, yeah, no. Like you've, he been, some... you've been looking at him for a while if you're playing him. Yeah,
1: he's not one that's gonna be net decked very well. Like mm-hmm. people are gonna win with him and they're gonna be like, Okay, I'll play Mojo and a bunch of those super friends. Then they're gonna go out there and be like, I don't know how this team works. Yeah. What <laughs> What's going on? To
0: me? Yeah. Um Mojo is Something I'm looking at for a couple of variations on my ruler. So uh, he's got because he
1: ruler. So and Mystic and Monster Celebrity, Mojo Verse, pretty good keywords.
0: Yeah, he's he's solid. TK Perplex. The if you use Side I'm gonna use it, and I already have it, so I'm gonna move a bunch. Side almost everywhere in this game right now. So Mojo's yeah. just gonna keep hopping around the map. Um, I like him, um, and I don't really hate him at 175 he's expensive but prob psychic blast for the seven range and the possibility of let's say staro versus mojo he's gonna get to move five five times because of sidesteps mm-hmm. so i mean that's fun
1: yeah but... he'll he'll be interesting if someone can unlock his potential he could do a lot of great things. Um, Shadow, King. On the sh- Shadow King. I don't know how I feel about Shadow King. He could reduce penetrating. That's always a bonus. Can't be outwitted. 150 points. Uh, ugh. He could use phasing and then use mind control for free afterwards. Or vice versa, use mind control and then phasing away. That's cool. I don't know if that's enough for 150 points.
0: Yeah, he's not. Oh my. I would say you could
1: pass on Shadow King. Keep him on your radar of beasts. But he's ultimately a pass in my book. You don't need to spend the money on him. He's cool. He just doesn't do enough for 150 points. He's got seven clicks, which I know we were talking about other figs around that area. He can reduce penetrating, sure. But he just doesn't do enough. He's got... Starro does a lot more than he does. For 50 less points. Right. So, gotta keep that in mind. He's primarily a mind control piece. Because you either mind control and then free phase. Or phase and free mind control. He doesn't have a... If he had running shot, I'd completely change how I feel about this figure.
0: Yeah, pulse wave. Yeah. He's got pulse wave he'll
1: probably never use.
0: Yeah, because you have to set it up and they're not going to stay there for
1: you to do it. Yeah. Alright, along with Shadow King, we've got Prime Storm. Yes. (laughs) Man, I hate that this is a yes, because it's a super rare Prime. That means you can't play Colossus with her. But she could be called in, Mm because her name is Storm. She's not a Colossal. She's just a 2x2. so that's a key thing to keep in mind. Even though she has colossal Retail, she is not a technically a colossal. That's because the Shadow King's the one retailing, Um Technically, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm always key about getting figures you could call in. You want every possibility of call-ins because you want to have a Swiss Army knife available, and that's what ID cards are. It's your Swiss Army knife. You want to have a tool for every scenario i her retail's pretty darn good, yeah, so I mean that's that's a that's a tough one for me,
0: so it's... with her, she's getting the vortex of wind thing mm-hmm. I like monsters got gonna have some fun with her for sure i'm gonna if I get one I'm gonna put it on my ruler build, I think somewhere just because if i Playing a rock event and I can take you to ultimate sacrifice again. I'm going to walk you up to ledge, and she's going to knock you off. Yeah, that's true. So, so, I mean, she's got playability in a lot of ways. Um, it's good to have a super rare primes that are playable. I get it sucks when we want to get the figs, but I'd rather not have a dud super rare prime. That is very true.
1: I, I will say that if you're strapped on cash, which is why we're talking about this for so long as we are, um, She is not necessarily a must-have. She's a great-to-have. But the money that she's going to go for, you're probably better off spending for other things in an affordable price range. Like, you could probably get a Phoenix, Magneto, and Dark Phoenix for the price of Storm. Maybe even the Colossus. Because she's a colossal... Super rare prime, so it's like she has three things going against her, so she's gonna be seventy to eighty bucks probably, probably something wow. around that much.
0: Um, uh, if she doesn't see a in play, yeah. If she actually hits somewhere on the middle of the dartboard, one twenty, she'll yeah. go. It's it's a call in. It's super rare prime. out like she's she's good.
1: So I would say if you're debating and you're trying to build up your meta force, don't break the bank for her. You're better off buying a bunch of other pieces, but if you've already got all the other pieces and you're like, all right, I'm cool. I'm just missing her. Then yes, she is definitely a meta piece that you want to get your hands on. Cause she's going to be around for two years, just like normal rotation. She'll lose her ID at some point, but she's still 25 points on her lower click with sidestep. I mean, and flight and all that good jazz. She's good. Um, mm. It's just the only reason I'm hesitant is just because the price is going to be outstanding, like bad, because she is a super rare prime colossal. (laughs) And there's only one super rare per brick, generally, and then only one prime per case, generally. So the the probabilities aren't great that you get one in every case. Very low.
0: This fig is where I say it's good when you have teammates. Um, yes. if they're not using her and they have her you're like, hey guys, I need to try some stuff out um, Agreed. but yeah, if if you get the chance to snag her at a good price or you're, you're rounding off your set or your meta pieces from this set and you have the ability to grab her when she's not insanely high priced do it
1: how do you feel about Madrox? good old Jamie I'm so happy they finally made him and his scope looks hilarious
0: uh i actually know a buddy who likes mandrakes a lot so seeing something like this i got to show him i was like hey look you got you a big fig now and it's a fun piece uh, now aaron
1: i know personally you have to have him for one specific <laughs> reason all right and that's because he has the pirate keyword
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> For those that don't uh, know, Aaron loves the pirate keyword, so I, uh,
0: I would love pirate. it if Pirate Deadpool actually made that like during horse construction. But yeah, I mean, there it would be fun. You're gonna make talk about Champion Pool from back in the day. Uh, he's actually got good keywords.
1: He's got amazing keywords. Probably the most keywords in this set.
0: Right. He's got he's a scientist, uh, a celebrity, detective. I can run him with that dumb Batman from Rebirth if I really wanted to for whatever reason. Um, pirates, there for sure. Politician, police. Polices can be scary in Golden Age, actually. Um, the X-Men, the X-Factor. For his points and what he does, he'll always be a fun thing to have. On your force, I don't think we'll see him make a splash in the meta, even with his keywords. 100 points is a Starro, he's no Starro.
1: I think the only shot he had um, is if you play him with a... Well, no, I mean... Hmm. No, it wouldn't work for super uh, for shape change, so no... Yeah, I agree with you. I was going to say maybe Q if you could roll a, a 5 or 6, but that's for Super Sense, is not Shape Change. So, I was going to uh, say, yeah, he's a fun piece, but you don't need him. 100 points for 4 clicks. Doing the math is very bad. And he doesn't have reducers. Yeah, And no. he doesn't have, he has Protected Out with Shape Change, so there's that. But Battle Fury, Colin Beast, is just going to ruin your day and score 100 points. hmm So, as cool as he is, you could pass on them. But you could probably still get a decent amount if you try to sell them. Probably. And the last but not least, um, for the super rares, Iceman.
0: Uh, if you get rid of an Iceman anytime soon, you made a grave mistake.
1: <laughs> He's able to be called in. X-Men keyword, X-Factor armor, Defenders champion, so not great keywords. X-Men's really the only major one there. The other ones yeah. are so-so.
0: Well, for for modern, yeah, it can will be the one that or armor. There's some armor in there. Yeah. Uh, but outside of this, anything like majestics or um some of the other stuff where you can play golden age a lot. Mm-hmm. Defenders, like shifting focus strange and this guy, gross.
1: Yeah. Um He's mostly gonna see play, 99% of the time as a retail, or Colin in retail.
0: Yeah, um, so he can he, eat everything on your side of the map.
1: He actually helps take care of if he gets the shot the Proteus issue. Um, because yeah,
0: he, getting him in there is how will be the trick. But uh, yeah. yeah,
1: that's the, that's the problem is getting him in there. But he could KO a giant or colossal. And then he gets to make a charge at no cost and keep going. And once he starts using charge, that means he could start using Blade's Claws because he has that traded. So even if he got impervious, and he's, he does three damage anyway. So yeah, he can start getting through you. So you got to be careful with getting rolling because he's only 15 points. If he is 30 to 40, I'd say, eh, he's okay. 15, yeah, no, nah, mainstay. You want at least one, I don't know, maybe two don't break the bank for more than that because he's a little tricky um, because he makes a close attack. He can't target smaller characters because he's got the Colossal Indifference.
0: Um, I like him on the bird team. You're going to get the real uh, real boy him quick and maybe get something really good out of it. And now I've got retail with my bird so I dare you.
1: Yeah, I think if you're trying to figure out the minimum two is the minimum, so that way you can mainboard and call in. He has two IDs, so keep that in mind as well. He's got the student and headmaster ID. So uh, was
0: I would say in. three then.
1: Three? Okay. Yeah. I'd say enough. bare minimum is you want however many IDs are available. Because if yeah. he breaks the meta, you're like, okay, well, I've got a headmaster and student ID. <laughs> so I've got my two. And I'm not playing X-Men. Maybe I'm playing Avengers or something else. But I'm going against a Tyler Wales team or whatever else. I got these two ice Men I could call in.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: keep in mind, with these Colossals, it's going to be a lot harder to call in than usual. Uh, because you can't TK and then call them in. Because they can't retow. Because these have the whole thing, if no friendly character has been placed this turn. That's something people are going to forget old retail you could tk up not that we had a lot of calling retails but with adam for example back when the adam was legal you could tk around hit somebody okay well i could tk up call him in and he'll come over or whatever but in this nobody can be placed so that means you can't line up your shots get your empowers in he has to go before anybody else is placed.
0: Yeah. right
1: so keep that in mind now also keep in mind Place doesn't count when you're calling in somebody. This is kind of the rules
0: part. Right, yeah. Place doesn't mean place. <laughs>
1: yeah. When you're calling someone in, that placement is not a place. It says it very specifically in the rule book. So keep that in mind. Um all right, so that wraps up X Men. Do you are you buying the Fast Forces at all? Or the release date OP kit?
0: Uh I'm doing fast forces and I play Colossals. There are Plenty of good things for the X-Men to enjoy in the Fast Forces. Looking at you, Gambit. Um you're Colossal, like this Gambit on X-Men or Spy... I don't know that I would play a lot of Spy, but X-Men... That, that's one of their biggest weaknesses. Like the mind control from Starro or the other retails. My whole team has prop against you now for 50 points. And it gives me Enhancement and Force Blast ranged shot stealth. I like him. I like that Jubilee is in it. That she's another good one. Shape Change for everybody with a, against characters with Giant or Colossal. It's enough to for me to want to buy one. I'm not a Fast Forces guy nor unless It's something really fun. And this seems fun enough to me where I could walk in, buy one, and be like, alright, let's play and be okay with what I have.
1: Yeah, it's one of those sets where, you know, I, I've mentioned it a few times now, um, you want all the available options for IDs, and this set has four of them. So, I mean, the Jubilee, 20 points, pretty crappy stats, 9 attack, 1 damage, RCE, um, only 4 range, but... If you know you're going to be retied that turn, or you know that there's a bunch of whales coming at you, you could technically call her in, and friendly characters that are adjacent to her or have X-Men all can use shape change against giant or colossals. So there might be something there. Like she could be on the sideline and you switch her out for one of the other Jubilees. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The options are there, and that's the key thing. Um, last note because uh, we're obviously not going to the other sets because we've been talking so long x-men um which i guess we could talk about regenesis we'll go through regenesis too um because it's x-men themed i like the le magneto some people don't it has potential
0: i think let me see so yeah. this savage, savage Land keyword x-men keyword lost in the land of my rival
1: Yeah, so at the beginning of the game, you roll D6. One through two, an opponent chooses one of their characters to 75 points or less. Three through six, you choose one. And that character, the one chosen and Magneto go off the board, and they get three lost tokens. And at the end of your turn, you remove a lost token. And when the last one's removed, they go back into the starting areas. So it's 75 points or less. I'm playing it for 65 points. So I have potential to royally screw up your team for three turns which could really set up my team pretty well like if you're relying on Jean Grey or Unseen or um, some of the Colossals like if I'm worried about Surtur like I have a great team and you got a Surtur i play playing Unimind you got a Surtur sitting over there I don't know why I'd play (laughs) Unimind but say I was or you've got an Energy Explosion person and I'm running the X-Men team well, I could technically roll a 3 through 6, and I choose that one piece, and you're gone for 3 turns. And I got 3 turns to wail on you as much as I can, which sounds like not much, but 3 turns is a lot when you actually sit down and play. He's got potential. I think he's got potential there. Is he yeah. great? No, he's not great. But he's got potential.
0: It's it's a noteworthy mechanic. It's enough to be like, oh, we're going to remove this and see how you do yeah,
1: and just I, I, the and just for rules reference, no, his power doesn't work with an ID call-in. Like, I tried to get Aaron to agree that it worked that way, but he had to shut me down. There. Rightfully so.
0: Yay, for the beginning of the game.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's talk a little bit about Regenesis and we'll wrap up the segment. Uh, what Regenesis figures are you must-having? You gotta have for the meta.
0: To be honest, do we really need to talk about this set? Mm-hmm. It's, it's Wolverine, it's Kitty pride, it's Beast. Um, there might be a few ones that I've overlooked. Oh, Rachel Summers? Granny running shot with her bounty, and she's a good fig. Yep. Um...
1: The issue with the Regenesis figs is that you obviously won't ever get their special one cards. This is not happening. Ideally, we were hoping that we were going to get some more Utopia, Gene Grey school keywords in this new X Men set, and that didn't happen. So eh, you're not going to get them.
0: Still holding out for uh, Evan. Evan needs that keyword real bad.
1: Hmm. Um. So yeah, your Kitty prides, your Beasts, ID Collins, the probably really, really, really top-tier ID Collins.
0: I don't hate Iceman.
1: Iceman's not bad if you don't have access to the Chase. Um, he's good, because you could call in the Headmaster one to give everyone Barrier, and then he has Barrier on mm-hmm. his 50-point.
0: And... Excuse me. And his hypersonic drops barrier. Yeah. So, leave him a hole, let him run out. Block off that whole section he just came back out of, and he's got two extra pieces floating around wherever he was.
1: So, I would say if you're going bare minimum with with Regenesis, Kitty Pride, Beast, and Iceman. Colossus, maybe because he's the lowest point Colossus we've got. 70 points. And his ID gives Impervious. So probably him. Because the new Colossus, I think, is 75. That's what we were looking at before. Yeah. Um, So arguably the 75.1 is significantly better. But in case you are only playing someone with 70 points, this Colossus is better. Because you can actually call him in. Um, All the other ID call-ins are good, cheap. Collins, but like uh, if you can't afford the Super Rare Wolverines or the Super Rare Cyclops or Chase Cyclops, they're good Collins. I will say Psylocke. I have not been a fan of this Chase Psylocke. I know what she does. Uh, in Cap when she uses it and hits after res- resolutions, choose a standard attack or defense power that hit character can use, and they can't use that power until their next turn. So she's cool about shutting out powers for only 40 points, but she's got a hit. And that might not happen. So,
0: yeah, for Master Eddie, it's five points. Um, she's a perplex though, so she's not completely a one-trick pony. Um...
1: She's just too expensive right now. Yeah, she's think... still sitting, I think, around eighty to hundred bucks because she's a chase. Yeah, she... hopefully
0: she'll drop down.
1: Yeah, Sheesh. I think she will, but she's she's just not as she's good, but not enough just to, to spend your money when you need to spend it on other things i will say a shout out to the le cyclops i actually had him on my world's team this le cyclops with the magneto helmet mm-hmm. is probably next tied with the chase cyclops from x-men as the second best cyclops Colin, if you have that many points because yeah. he's 100 points um you 70 the 70 point dial is a eh. I, w- I wouldn't worry about the seventy point dial. It's the one hundred point part that you want, which gives you the energy explosion twelve for four running shot. He has got it. He's got a stop click. He's there for when you need the range and you need the energy explosion. So if you don't want, you don't have the room to play a, ju- a jubilee. You don't have the room to play the other a kitty pride to call in Lockheed. You don't have the room for an extra ID. Keep him on your sideline with your s uh, your super rare there might be a time where that super rare is not going to help you and you need this energy explosion to take out a bunch of colossals so Flight. keep it in mind um the other all the other figs i will say this the month three they don't have it in rounds it's on the the evidence thread month three magneto is probably one of the best call collins you could do for 125 points 125 mm-hmm. and the reason being is because he's got running shot pulse wave which is always like makes it one of the top call-ins he's got tk and he's got improved targeting blocking so that means mm-hmm. if your opponent's hiding behind now you still only destroy one blocking when you do this but you yeah. could running shot pulse wave destroy that one blocking and get a single target pulse wave off on some yeah for four for sure. damage hellfire club also so you could call him in have the prime magneto to bump him up or the emma or whatever from the x-men set bump him up some more run out there three three range pulse wave five range movement or five five movement running shot 11 attack four damage he's one of the top Magneto. like since he's been released i've been looking at my phoenix force magneto and i'm like oh man Like, I got two of you now. I don't think I need you anymore. Because this guy does what you do almost better. Now, the other one has Outwit. He's a little bit more. Uh, I think he's 150 Get this Magneto. He's not going to cost a ton. It's month three, so he might be a little expensive because not all the month threes have wrapped up yet. But get him. The only other two I want to talk about are the Caveman, Wolverine, and Cyclops. I've been debating with uh, the other Clickstaff guys. I'm not... I, I don't see it. I don't see why they're good Collins. I mean, 12 for 4? Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. But Cyclops only has a 4 range. Running shot for 5 for 4. I get it. I mean, but he doesn't have the sidestep. He's probably not going to die. I just think there's better call have you looked at these L.E.s at all?
0: Uh, yeah, I uh, I agree with the Magneto thing. Um, that's kind of where I stopped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... the cave,
0: the caveman,
1: Wolverine, and Cyclops are just—they're cool. It's cool to have a, a caveman on your sideline, but you don't have to have them. They're a better call in. He's, it he might be an, oh, the Wolverine might be an super rare, the super rare one from Xavier's school. Right. All right. So that's going to really wrap it up for our meta. Buy, sell, hold. Well, I'll try to ramp it up in other episodes, uh, but we'll continue on to hit all the sets in the next couple months. months. Uh, just because I feel like people want to know what figures they want to, like they should be buying. Um, because half the time I'm like, well, this this figure has potential, but should I spend thirty bucks on it? Is it that much potential? Right. All right, let's wrap things up and let's go to a Click Four for our final thoughts.
0: Click Four, final thoughts.
1: With that, we enter Click Four, the Ko Click for final thoughts. Aaron, what is your final thought for this incredibly long episode where we talked way too much about X Men? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just excited there's lots of good stuff in it um, exactly please use the win <laughs> please 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 mm. please use the win um, we're getting faster at getting responses out um, a lot of us are openly in a lot of the groups and try to help with questions when we catch them but if we don't respond fast enough for you just post it in win we'll see it get it answered, get it back out. I would definitely say our turnaround rate on questions and stuff like that has increased a lot. Especially going into Worlds, um... I will always push for that to be a thing. Um, outside of that, um... My biggest thing is Community. Alex knows, he came from Chattanooga, where I started running stuff. I came down here to Lucky with Howard. Still doing it. Now I'm doing it by making friends at Worlds and being proud of players I've met through there. Like shout out to Micah for a cool thing he did, and I want to give him props for it on this podcast. Actually, um, mm-hmm. i had a I'll local player. <laughs> we had a local player lose some stuff while he was at Worlds, uh, figures and stuff like that, and Micah just kind of gave him half of his top eight prizing. Micah didn't have to do that, Micah was just there, he felt bad for him, and he took care of him. So, I have said it since Worlds, and I'll keep saying it. Micah is every Clicks player's little annoying brother. He does some goofy stuff sometimes, then he does stuff like this, and you're kind of proud of him for it. So, good on you, Micah Love, for that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, focus on your communities, guys. Like That's the biggest part of this game. You see it at Worlds, you see it at Nationals. It it drives people to make friends. I've met all kind of people from everywhere. I only see them like twice a year, but it's probably the best two to three days, depending on the event, that I have every year. Because I get... So keep that in mind. Um, new players, if you're catching this for the first time, don't be afraid of the meta, but always ask your opponents what's going on. Every good player who's worth his salt is going to tell you what you did wrong or how you can get better. Um, Every one of of us wants you in the game. We don't want you to leave the game. So if you get discouraged about something, always remember when you first step in, you're always going to take your bumps. That's just part of it. I remember mine, uh, that my first bump was from the GOAT himself towards Masu. He trounced me, and I was like, I like what you were trying to do with this team. I just didn't, like, <laughs> fire off. And I was like, I'll take it. Like, props, <laughs> from a, props from a world champ is never a bad thing. So, you know, you see us out at games, and you're curious about something in interaction, or, like, hey, I got this idea, can I spit, like spitball it with you? Ask I don't think anybody will tell you that. No. That's really where I'm at with like final thoughts.
1: Yeah, it was probably the longest final thoughts we've had on the show. So that's, and they were all 100% legitimate. So that's fantastic. Usually people just shout out Mangok or something like that. So
0: that's, I great. mean, I, I could do one thing on this podcast, I guess, but you're not shots fired. So I might save it for Jamie.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I will follow that up with, yes, please go use the win. Um, Don't just rely on people like Jay and Aaron to answer your questions. If it's, uh, if it's something easy, sure. But the win is going to trump whatever Jay and Aaron say just because it's the win. So don't be like, well, I talked to Jay and he said, it's this. So that's true. And then take that the worlds and that be it. Come to find out there's a win link that says something. Now they should all line up, but what I'm trying to say is do what Aaron said, go to the win, utilize it is very helpful. I will also back up and giving props to Micah Love. I talked to the individual we were talking about um, and he told me the story. He told me about how like other people were saying Micah shouldn't give up what he gave up. But Micah basically told him, hey, it's my stuff. So I'll do what I want with it. So props where props are due. Good on you, Micah Love you've definitely gained some brownie points. I don't know what that means. Like, are they like shrewd bucks or something? I don't know. Um, He may not get that reference, uh, but it's from the office, which was a hit TV show um, a couple years ago. He probably doesn't know what that is either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Either way. Um, yeah everybody just enjoy x-men uh wwe's around the corner and i'm not a wrestling fan but i'm super excited for it it's gonna change some things and we've probably got star trek previews coming this week next week because they started showing some before so yeah it's gonna be crazy crazy time for clicks until we get to the cooldown part of november so that'll do it for this episode of sudden death may all of your x-men boosters have chases and may All of your Super Sense rolls, B6s. Goodbye, everybody. See you.